Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Believe in GCU, presented by the Believe Podcast Network, episode number 17. I got that right. 17, right? The big one, seven? Sure. Do you believe in me, Kyle? A little bit. We are Believe in GCU, the number one uh, Believe Podcast Network is actually the number one podcast network for professionals, believe it or not. Uh, we're out here in Phoenix. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Make them wait for it. <laughs> I do believe. Elijah, do you believe? Yes, I do, sir. We have a very, very, very special guest with us here today. El Presidente in the building. The president. The president of the United States. Well, not really. Well, that's a... a cla- yeah. Should I play him? Maybe a level below. Should I get Hail to the Chief queued up? Well, he did have a limo that took him here to Camelback Studio. Wow. Here yep. on the campus of Grand Canyon University in the heart and soul of Phoenix, Arizona. Has oh, uh, self-anointed name by Jack, so we'll see how long that lasts. I mean, as soon as he, as soon as he uh, called me, all I heard was. We should have got that queued up and ready to go. We did not plan this well. So, El Presidente, he is the president of GCU Sports Business Club. He is the recent inductee into the GCU Honors Wall of Fame class of 2020. Elijah Fronda, how are we doing today? Wow. Good, man. I appreciate you guys having me. I'm with the two uh, biggest GCU TV personalities in the what game. What a plug. What a plug. What a is. plug. I forgot. He's also a star on uh, Living as Lopes. Fifth law. Find your purpose. Living as Lopes. Jack. My bad. Unless they've changed the name and I just didn't know that. Thought that was my roommate. Waved at a total stranger. But Elijah's done a lot with the sports business club this year. I'll, I'll say in past years with past presidents, they promised a lot of things and not a lot of things got done. Classic politicians. Correct, right? But 2019, the 2019-2020 calendar year was uh, something different. Elijah taking the realm, taking over. The new chief, the new sheriff is in town as, as the president. And he uh, has done so many activities, so many more meetings that are actually good meetings as opposed to just sitting there and listening to people talk how's it been how do you have you gone to one not this year no yeah i was gonna say how was the last meeting jack i I, i'll admit i haven't been to many obviously you're there so you don't see us there working the last meeting so that is not my fault that's that's his scheduling bad that was his schedule that's my fault See, he's got a I mean, I'm not going to make an excuse like Kyle. I probably, I mean. Has it at night? Come on. You gotta have I haven't kept up to date, but you have done a tremendous job as El Presidente this year. I will say that. In all seriousness, we do joke a lot on this show. A lot of sarcasm. That was not a joke or sarcasm. I appreciate that. Uh, my my <laughs> last. I, I really wanted to make it kind of full circle with all the blessings that people have helped me out with throughout the first three years. So thought the last year I'd pay it full circle and seems like it's, I mean, going so good so far. And do you feel as if everyone's engaged? Obviously, there was the big Diamondbacks event you guys had in September. Um, you guys just had an event, didn't you? The yeah, Yotes, we just right? had a yesterday. night last night. See? I'm on top of it. I was. I meant to actually go to that. And then, hey, what, what did I do last night? I don't remember what I did last night. Oh, yeah, I was watching basketball. Did you see women's basketball? Actually, I was watching the men. I watched the women later. Hey, they both won. That is correct. Shout out to both men's and women's basketball. We'll get into that later. 
Uh, again, congrats on being inducted into the Wall of Fame. So how does how does that go about? What's your obviously you get good grades? Yeah, the, I mean, honors college. I just wanted to challenge myself a little bit. I not quite my scene of the people that are there, but like the students, but the staff. I've really been able to connect, and whether it be the sports business club or uh, the nonprofit that I was running for my first three years, they've been tremendous supports, and I think they just wanted to. Um, recognize it and hopefully me be a role model and inspiration for kids going forward. I'm very inspired. I mean, it's a giant picture of him balling out basketball. Where is this? I need to, I need to go find it. The Honors College. Where is Duh. That? That's a good question. It is. <laughs> <laughs> Honors College, huh? Building 52 or 51. It's the one like by Ethington Theater right across from it. Third floor. So the tech building? I think so. Is that 52? 57? 57. 51. <laughs> five away. It's 57. He's got a five in there. <laughs> From intramural referee to GCU oh, Honors College, wall of fame. I forgot I worked with Elijah during that. Did you, did you like that experience? It was fun. I got, I got a lot of um, perspective. Like, I was usually the guy yelling at people, and then when you have people yelling at me, like Kyle, it was, it was a lot of fun. I don't think you ever refereed one of my games. No, I did. I remember. <laughs> did I yell at you, Joe? Jokingly, probably. No, it was, no oh. but I like. I oh wait, was it a soccer game? No, it was basketball. Oh, because I was gonna say where before you, you guys formally yeah, met, Kyle was just sparking at every referee. No, but Kyle was a ref too. So I was a freshman. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. And he was a sophomore. So look how far he's made it, and look how far you've made it. <laughs> I know I've gone farther. Thank you. Yeah, he's the host of the podcast. I'm just a guest. I let you. He is the co-host of the podcast. These are my microphones. I'm, I let him do all these things. I scheduled this interview. That's because he has to. He's he's my people. Moving on. So in that picture on the wall of fame, it's a picture of you, obviously the founder, Ball Out Phoenix. What uh, what inspired you to uh, start that? What inspired you to get behind that? Because obviously, even you said like it started out, it was a slow process, of course, like any startup business is. And how far has it grown uh, to this point? So, I mean, it was a lot of no's, a lot of failures, and there are some people that went out on a limb and support me and I mean just building on that small success to get to the point where it was I I always wanted to coach in basketball I was going to coach at Alhambra my freshman year but um, I was too young they said I couldn't coach till I was 21 so I was only 18 at the time it was either wait three years to do it or find something else reinvent myself so I ended up uh, creating a training program called uh, Ball Out Incorporated where we'd help players um, Increase their basketball fundamentals, but also their life lessons as a student, as a um, son or daughter, and as also as a member of their community. I put in about $400 into it my freshman year, and we started off with two kids at a public park. Uh, they did not know what they were doing. They were breaking it off the side of the backboard, and I looked at myself, and I was like, why am I doing this? Uh, reached out to maybe 20 different media outlets. Only one responded. They ended up putting it up. By the end of that summer, we got uh, 18 kids again they weren't <clears throat> anything special but it was just pouring our heart into it um, ended up the next semester when I went back home we had 48 kids so you kind of saw that growth but they're still all in elementary level very beginner uh, ended up going to Phoenix and trying it we had 18 like JV kids so you kind of see that progression and then uh, I won the honor symposium, so I was able to present in front of Brian Mueller. He opened up all the facilities graciously. And oh, snap. From there, we had it at um, 
GC Arena for four days and then at Talking Stick Resort with uh, 48 varsity kids that was last fall. And um, that was kind of the, the peak of it. It takes about four months to plan. Yeah. So uh, just with all the other responsibilities that I had going on, I decided to, I mean, hang it up for now, but still keep in touch with those kids. And it's made a huge impact on them and a huge impact on myself as well as the other coaches. Well, I'll say. Well, what was your expectation going into it? Like, what was your original thoughts and plans and ideas for it compared to how it actually turned out? Yeah, when I first started, I wanted to make it like a paid program. So, like, people would pay me in order to train them. And I wasn't, I'll be honest, I was probably like the seventh or eighth man off the bench. So, it was nothing special. My dad was no star local star like college or professional players so i didn't really have any clout behind my name so i had to start at free clinics i was when i was doing free clinics i assumed like it would be packed everyone would want to come i started off with two kids so it was extremely humbling i got to see the grind of it and when it comes to i mean other things going on i understand that you can't get from zero to 100 right away it takes takes time and now, given that kind of all of our backgrounds are sports, why get into, like you mentioned, your schedule and all the other things you do? You know, president of the Sports Business Club. You had Ball Out Phoenix, uh, GCTV with Livina's Lopes. Why do each and every one of those things? Like, what's your main goal to get into after college? Since Great question. Thank yeah, that's you. A, that's a challenging one. I'll say I really don't know, but uh, spin it. I've kind of found like my mission and vision. The common theme is uh, finding or creating communities where people feel a sense of belongingness. I've found that really uh, satisfies me seeing other people find themselves, whether it be in the club or in uh, the basketball organization. And I hope to kind of keep that going forward no matter what I'm in. Did you like having Kyle as like a co-referee freshman year? It was fun. He he kept me honest. Was he the kid that everyone made fun of? You know, there's always that one kid. Oh, it definitely wasn't me. Yeah, it wasn't him. I'll, I'll be honest. It was probably Aiden. Aiden Goodwin, if you're listening. Cheap shot. <laughs> that is a very cheap shot. That's just a that's just a shout out to Aiden. What has been your experience um, with living as Lope so far? Because obviously, I feel like the cast evolved since. Tell us what it is. You started. Yeah. I don't yeah. really understand. Why? Why is the abbreviation what it is? I feel like that's the most confusing. Your purpose, living as Lope. So why do you have to abbreviate it like that? Say it. Fiplaw. Say it one more time. Fiplaw. Say it three times in a row. Fiplaw. 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 Say it four times in a row. Done. Okay. Uh, or well, I went into it with the. Uh, I was still building my organization. I had a lot of things going on, so I thought it would be a cool way to um, kind of get some organic brand awareness and get paid at the same time. So um, it's kind of evolved since then, but it's been a cool way to connect with potential students and also um, hopefully provide some insight on an average student's life. How did you get this job? Well, when you first applied at GCTV, just just to piggyback your question, because I feel like you were done. To piggyback your question there, why 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 living as Lopes by the campus side as opposed to athletics? Uh, Are we not good enough for you, Elijah? That could have been fun. What a dynamic trio we could have had. I feel like if we had an emergency, Elijah could hop on color commentary, no problem. That would Careful, be, it might happen. That would be interesting. I've hint, hint. Baseball? We're throwing it out there. I'd be more of a Jason Whitson. Sounds good in theory, but when I get on, it just... Well, Softball starts on Friday, Thursday. You could do women's basketball. I could... 
he's a big basketball guy. We we couldn't have him on women's basketball. I think maybe low key volleyball. Ooh. Did you I play volleyball, volleyball in high school? Uh, we got a long volleyball Hawaii. season on our hands. Yeah. Hawaii volleyball makes sense. Does it? It does. A lot of people in Hawaii play yeah, volleyball. They're the number one team in the nation right now. You know who's behind? That them? is right. Yeah. BYU. Who comes to town? Friday, the 14th. Diana Johnson, our, our color analyst, one of the best volleyball broadcaster we have. Shout out to Diana. Will not be here for that game, Elijah. I will, however. Yeah, I'm not taking that big BYU game. All right. It's so much fun, though. Do that. Yeah. It's going to be so much fun. I bet. Especially after we beat them last year. Did they? Did you guys really? They're not, were they number two at that time, too? Oh, no, they were like number eight. They were still ranked. They're yeah, there's a couple of people that went to our rival high school that are playing over there right now. Who are they? Um, Will Stanley. Don't know who that is. A, I think he's a starting setter. That name does not ring a bell, but now it will. What about anybody at UCLA? Uh, Ma'a. He, he Do you know him? Yeah, he played on my uh, club basketball team growing up. Really? Maha, what a guy. He's pretty good. See, look, you're a natural. I think it could work. I think it could work too. We'll have our people talk to your people. I need a I need a test run. We can maybe do it on some like Wii tennis. I can commentate some. Yeah, tennis. that's all you need to do. Watch a game, lower the volume. You'll get the hang of it quick. It I right promise. Now. Let's yeah, let's do it right now. No, it's not happening right now. We're not going to. Good evening and welcome inside the GC Arena in the heart and soul of Phoenix, Arizona, for women's basketball action between the Grand Canyon University Lopes and the New Mexico State Aggies. Jack O'Hara here alongside Elijah Frana. Elijah, the Lopes coming in after a hot win on Thursday night against UTRGV with May Bryan picking up the winning bucket. That's where you speak. I need some. Pre- I need some like preparation. They're not going to like that live on the air. <laughs> he didn't do his game prep. So, so why um, living as Lopes in the campus side as opposed to the athletic side? I wanted to continue to do the things that I was passionate about while um, getting paid, basically. Well, why not Smart. stay with referee? Smart, honest. Uh, I mean, it's either working and get pay- getting paid or not working and getting paid, so... Plus, I feel like living as Lopes is a lot more fun and interesting oh, for sure. than being an intramural referee. I miss the intramural guys, though. They're all super cool. They're all very great people. I miss, like, uh, James Petro, Carson, all of that. That's why I'm friends with Davis. Mutual friends. We'll Davis have, Ford, another shout-out. We'll out. have back on the show at some time. Some point, whenever he wants. The door's open. It's not, there's no lock on it. This week. My bad. Sorry, Davis. Um, do we need to break out Axel? Um, do you... Um, oh, okay. So what is um, Living as Lopes? Just as a summary for the audience that may not know what Living as Lopes is. Because I don't even think I know what Living as Lopes completely is. I I know you guys are on campus and you kind of like get to know students on campus. but Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think it kind of takes different uh, average people at GCU and demonstrates their life for uh, incoming freshmen and people that are looking to possibly go to GCU. So I'd say I'm more of the sports business side. Um, Cali is worship. Uh, Noah is like the life group and the um, outdoorsy type. So I think there's all different personalities. And I mean, you get kind of an inside look and I think there's people that can relate to each of those types. And I don't think any of us are the same, which is, um, I mean, kind of interesting. Which makes for a perfect cast. What's been your favorite episode so far? Uh, Probably the wall climbing. Was that this year? Yeah. I was watching the other day, you and Sebastian, uh, it was like zombies versus the water gun fight. I know. I don't. Sorry. 
Football. Yeah, maybe tonight. Yeah. That one was a lot of fun though. It was uh I tend to skip through it. Zombies a week long marathon thing where there's a lot of um LARPers that I love like LARPers. Their, that's their Super Bowl. I have a fun LARPer story. <laughs> Super Bowl. I have a very funny LARP LARPing Are story. You a I was not but so freshman year out in the uh the Grove. The Grove, thank you. There was a, a bunch of LARPing kids doing their thing and then there was an intramural football game on the other side. I want to say this was October, maybe November. What's I don't know when that ends. Or Elijah Referee? I don't think so. Okay. I wouldn't remember. Uh, <laughs> who is that short guy with the beard? Fuzzy beard. Yeah. Shout out George Tesoris. We're doing a lot of shout outs today. But anyway, yeah, the, the LARPers were on one side. The football was on the other side. Or the football players were playing their game, and the LARPers were coming in thinking that like that was their turf, because that's usually where they set up. And they all stopped and looked at each other. They're like, we, have to, we must fight for our land and they just go huzzah and they all jump the railing and start like attacking the football players in the middle of the game and me and my roommate were just walking by at the time we're like this is the greatest thing i've ever seen in my entire so what happened what happened did they win did you stick around they they just stopped the game for a second they're like sorry guys like we have the field right now and they were all confused it was like i don't know i feel like their alter egos or something like kicked in they they were all confused i had no idea like like normal people have been like all right so is life it is your field we'll be back in a half hour but i think they were really confused as to why they didn't have the the rights to the field they thought it was their home attacking you during an intramural football game that's what i thought that's like a um nelk moment have you ever watched those where they like steal the soccer ball from the middle of a game no. It's like pranksters in the middle of like recreational games. They just run in the middle, grab it and run. But th- these were not pranksters, unless unless I was unless wrong, I was. unless I was totally confused. Thank you for sharing that story, Jack. Thank you. I feel like I know you a little bit better now. That story was sponsored by my, my bookie. bookie. Remember to use our promo code BLV. That's capital BLV for a thousand dollars free money to play with the next time you use my bookie you got that elijah down is this that's right that's right we have sponsors i like it man do you have sponsors i i personally don't so you got me there maybe we can sponsor elijah <laughs> my personal sponsor yeah sponsored by I endorse elijah the gcu sports business club so obviously next year Geico Sports Business Club. No, we're not that big yet. The GCU TV Sports Business Club. The Believe Sports the Business Club. The GCU Sports Business Club. Hmm. A lot of ideas being thrown around on this episode. Just what? like last episode. That is true. We got a ton of listens. Call calls this week, do you? We'll have those next week. You said you were going to have them this week, and I'm upset with you now. And then we booked El Presidente, and plans changed. So, as I was saying before I was rudely interrupted, Interruption. where um, do you think the GCU Sports Business Club is heading next year? Obviously, he won't be here, uh, sadly. I mean, I think we've had a lot of progress. Some numbers for you guys is, one, we rebranded the logo. We're at 230 members. It's a nice year, logo. Which is... Thank you, I appreciate it. I did, I saw the logo the other night. I made it on, uh, I use YouTube, and I went on Photoshop, and nice. it's the first logo I made. Well, it's a good one. And then, uh, appreciate that. Uh, we're at 200, <laughs> 230 members, which is the most I've ever had. We're at uh, about $10,000 in capital, which we started off with, um, I mean, a couple hundred. So, And then we just launched our website, which will have all of our upcoming events and things like that. So I'm just trying to hopefully make it sustainable. 
uh, foundation where they can grow off of that and take their own ideas to it. Can you sign up on the website for the events, like to volunteer? That's how you do it? Yeah, there will be links to... Um, you want to you wanna plug it right now? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, gcusportsbusiness.com. Full word business. So like business with an S or business with a with a Z? Oh no, that's a good question. It's uh, business with an S. Our Instagram is GCU Sports Biz. Right, because that has the Z. That has the Z. So I had another question. Since I'm not currently a member, can I still volunteer for things? Yeah, absolutely. There's. Do some- you still get the emails? No, I actually don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not on the list anymore. Because they changed their list, and he won't put me on the list. No, I'm just kidding. You should just sneak on my email. So it's actually K. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I mean, uh, there's a bunch of opportunities. Some are exclusive, like to the program, but we have a speed networking night coming up, which is kind of like a speed dating type of thing. But instead, you're networking with uh, you're dating sports with business the sports professional. business professionals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, there we go. So I mean, you're, you're being courted by these people. It's ten dollars at the door. I may be the bouncer, so oh. well, I, I know I would know you're one liner. <laughs> Then I'm good. I don't need to pay 10 bucks if he's the bouncer. One-liner. Elijah Fronda, GCU Sports Business President, GCU Wall of Fame member, class of 2020. <laughs> Wall of Famer here. That's Is that his elevator pitch? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> That's his elevator pitch? Oh, gosh. No other words, just type. Maybe you should just hire Jack. That's all you need. To just list your resume. Your interviews in the future so he can just hype you up. Yeah, Jack can just... I, I can be your advocate. Former president. Put him down as a reference. Endorse him on LinkedIn, Jack. Let's talk. Let's actually talk about LinkedIn. That was the last thing I wanted to ask you. Because you are very active on LinkedIn. What a transition. I am semi-active on LinkedIn. Kyle is not active not whatsoever. Every day. Do you really? I do. I just don't like post or like anything or anything like that. I occasionally post stuff, whether it's like podcast episodes or uh, broadcasts. Like when, you, when, I, when it pops yeah. up, I'll like retweet it mm-hmm. on LinkedIn. Thank you for that. Well, I have to. I'm in it. It's always like Jack O'Hara tags you in this post. And I was like, well, alrighty. But you, way more active than the both of us. Combined. Over 2,000 followers on LinkedIn. Wow. How important is it for you to uh, interact with everyone on LinkedIn and build that network and build those connections? Uh, just like the nonprofit that I started, it's like a process. So I kind of look back like a couple years ago and see some of the things that I posted, and I was like, this definitely should have gotten a lot more like exposure, but they got maybe like two or three likes, and it takes a while. Um, I was listening to uh, Gary V. Gary. Oh yes, I'm very familiar with Gary. Um, the two like organic exposure things that are popping off right now are LinkedIn and TikTok. Uh, probably not gonna make TikTok vids anytime soon. That's okay. LinkedIn was the only option. But in all seriousness, it's it's been a huge help. Uh, instead of scrolling on Instagram now, my I kind of use LinkedIn as dedicate that leisurely time to that and just uh, boosting my job profile as I um, look to graduate in April and see where I go from there. So before we get into sports from over this week, do you have any job leads? Uh, I'm looking at the LinkedIn office in Omaha, Nebraska right now. Oh, fun. How was your trip? You were in Nebraska and you were in Iowa. Yeah. How was it? It was very cold. Why were you there? 
my girlfriend moved back there. Um, she graduated. A debate? Nebraska or Iowa? To Nebraska. Okay. So no debates? So he has alternative motives is what he's saying. Yeah. Well, you know Trump's going around now. You know, the election is coming up. You, 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 you had nothing? You can go back. Oh, wasn't it? Not? Is Iowa and, and Nebraska not going to be voting for you? Apparently not. I'll write it. I'll write in Elijah for president. He's not old enough yet. What the hell do you have to be? 32? 34? Older. 34. You ever smoke pot? That's a big no-no on the application. I have to apply to do this? Yeah. To be the president? Apparently, you have to be 35 or older, and you can't have ever smoked uh, marijuana. Oh, no, yeah. it's becoming legal everywhere now, so that's oh, good. yeah, because our presidents never smoke pot, whatever. Our current president. All right, we're getting too political. I don't like talking politics. Kyle, it is time. Is it, time? it is that time of the week for Kyle's Corner with a K. Elijah, uh, feel free to butt in. Anytime, anytime you want. Men's volleyball. The floor is yours. Over the defending NAIA national champion, Benedictine Redhawks, on Wednesday night in the Antelope Gymnasium. In the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. In the heart of Phoenix, Arizona. I also believe, I don't have the stats because I'm going to go men's basketball stats, but I think Gianni led the way again. Double-digit kills for him. Uh, McLean had a good night. Janky, great night also. Uh, Caleb Blazer, he didn't have a lot of kills. He just had one, but he was very present at the net and in the service line. He had three or four blocks and an ace. Hugo Fisher had a couple of aces. Hugo Fisher's having a great year. Huge year for him. Uh, Heath Hughes, another good night setting. Very good setter. We have three very good setters on our team, so... I guess when one struggles, we just kind of insert another one. But Hughes has been very consistent. Benedictine, not a bad team, though. They have six losses on the year, and four of them are to Division One opponents. So that's men's volleyball. They will play number 9 Stanford Saturday night in the Antelope Gymnasium. First conference game of the year. First game against, or I guess, second game against a ranked opponent this season. So that'll be a good one. Stanford coming to town, and then next week they'll come for town to town for two against the softball team to open up the season. Correct. Nineties night on, on Thursday. Thursday next week. Elijah, when you're the color commentating with us, I expect you to be full blown in, in like nineties rock gear, like vanilla ice type stuff. We're, we're, we're going as Guns and Roses. Yes, I, I already I already booked the costumes. Well, I'm in. I'm gonna have to go to Goodwill or Savers and get some attire. So what you're saying is you're in. I might have to go to good horse. <laughs> That's a yes for me. Women's I like it. Hey, women's bad is the sport that I think you'd be best at. They uh, they grinded last night. out an overtime victory against a UTRGV team that played pretty well. It was tied after it was tied after obviously the first four quarters. But if you look at the box score, 15-15, the Vaqueros went 17-11 in the second quarter, then the Lopes answered with a 17-11. Well, I'll say this, quarter. I'll say this about last night. The Lopes did a phenomenal job being resilient, battling back. I think they erased eight uh eight-point deficits or they erased three, excuse well, me, eight-point deficits throughout the game. They were down by six, they were down by seven in the third quarter. Came down after the third quarter, they were tied again. Right. So, I remember I remember they were down by five. They went on a 5-0 scoring run in about 20 seconds. Then they were down by seven in the third quarter, 7-0 scoring run. But it seemed like every single time they they erased those deficits, they'd go on like a three-minute drought without scoring any points. Yeah, well, that's the youth 
for you. Second youngest team in women's bas- women's college basketball. You probably knew that, though, because you're an expert. Right behind Coppin State or Canisius. It starts with a C. I think it's Coppin State. You're right. It is Coppin State. Yeah, right behind Coppin State. But, you know, despite having 20 turnovers last night, the women still found a way to come out with a victory. Two points, May Bryant at the free throw line. Great play drawn up by Coach Powell there at the end after almost giving the game away themselves at the free throw line seconds before and then not getting the rebound. Luckily, there was a travel called. Very interesting play going back and looking at it. Yeah, I want to apologize to Coach Lane Lord, whose name sounds a lot like Landlord, and I may have said Landlord once or twice on the broadcast. I actually said during, he called a timeout once, he goes, Coach Lane Lord, calling a timeout, rent is due for the Vaqueros. We'll be back here on GCU TV. my Congress joke. Come on. Uh, uh, We're not going to get into that again. No, but women's basketball, nicely done. May Bryant. Deja Daniel just what was it um, a point away from her tenth double double on the year. She was a point away, nine and fourteen. She, she only had nine she points. Had nine points and 14, 14 rebounds. Did you mess that up? Are you positive? I'm exactly. I mean, I don't think I said the total amount of points. I'm extremely positive. She had nine points. I could have sworn she had eight points going into those final two free throw attempts. Deja Daniel, not May Bryant. Well, I, I never said it in the end anyway. It doesn't matter. No, I'm talking about Deja, not May. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. I didn't say it for either. I didn't say anything. Okay. We didn't screw that one up. That's good. But, you know, she's got nine on the year. So, Deja Daniel, doing great things. So, my sign-off call is signed, sealed, and delivered. His new one that he's going to use is put, to use it on put a purple W in the books. Shout what would your sign-off, what would be your vintage call if you were a sportscaster? That's a good one. Um, to end a game. I mean, I don't even pay attention that much. Like, what are some other, like, like memorable ones? Well, there's always Barry screaming Lopes win. That's always enjoyable. Raise the Jolly Roger. Barry Butel's Fly good friend w. with the with the the Pirates. Fly the W. Fly the W with the Cubs. I feel like one of you guys say like, "There you have it, folks." Right? Or is that not? That's all she wrote. No, no. You know, that's something that. people say. It's got to be unique, though. It's got to come from the heart. I'm gonna I'm gonna need a rain check. I'm trying to think off the top. That's. I'd probably want to that probably wouldn't go well. I got to take a rain check. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> there we go. Women's basketball will play that team from the state to the east. That will we'll be on the call tomorrow. Tomorrow, the O'Hara and Borg reunion tour. The mic'd up, the mic'd up reunion tour. Two p.m. Catch it on GCU TV. It's going to be a big game. They're evenly matched. The women are tied for first with. Bakersfield and Kansas City in the whack right now. I don't know what, I mean, they were what, pick seventh or sixth where they were going to finish by the coaches in the media in the preseason because they're so young and they only have one senior, not a ton of juniors. I don't know. They just find ways to win basketball games. I don't know what it is, but whatever they're drinking over there in the water whatever's in the water that they've been drinking keep drinking it stampedes probably stampede at this point i don't know but they've they've bought into each other they've bought into coach powell's system they're just finding ways even despite double digit turnovers they shoot they shoot the ball extremely well too they do especially from downtown last and night even they, they found ways to win on the road when deja daniels really struggled 
she had six points and five rebounds one night and played 10 minutes. That's when Jada Holland, May Bryant, like we mentioned, she's WAC Player of the Week this week, which was announced on Monday. Congrats to May Bryant. Another shout out. And um, you want to do a quick men's basketball recap in UTRGV before I ask Elijah one last question before we wrap up because he's El Presidente. He's got a lot of stuff on his plate. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. He's growing impatient over there. Score correct. <laughs> 87-79, that is the biggest scoring output the Lopes have had all season long. They put up 49 points in the second half. Pretty impressive. They were up three at the half. They were able to... UGRGV, very tough place to play. They're a very good team. They were 6-3 and three going into last night at home. So their six wins on the year have all been at home. I will point that out. And, you know, they just hung tough with New Mexico State right before. But the Lopes, 19 assists on 29 made shots. They were 29 of 50 from the floor. For those of you doing math at home, that's an even 58% from the floor. And a season high 12, yes, I said it, 12 made threes. That is not a lie. Check the box score. Not 11, 12. 12 of 20 from deep, including 7 of 10 in the second half. Which, I don't know what got into them, but it worked. They out-rebounded the opponent for a, a, what, fourth straight game, something like that. Got their third straight whack win, which any time going on the road in the whack, as Coach Marley always says, very tough. You know, whatever conference you play in in America, even if you play in the worst conference in America, still tough to go on the road and win basketball games. Still got to win, you know? Led by Alessandro Labor, who, yes, shot 7 of 11 and had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 6 assists. And then Javon Blackshear had 13 points and 6 rebounds. Carlos Johnson, who got into a bit of foul trouble, shot 5 of 8 from the floor with 13 points. Uh, Mikey Dixon, 13 points. Bryce Okpo had a big 6 points, including 4 of 6 from uh, the free throw line. So when Bryce Okpo starts scoring, you better win these basketball games. That's all I'm going to say. And Lorenzo Jenkins off the bench had four points. He only shot the ball twice, but that's okay. The one shot he made was from three. So we'll take that. And then Isaiah Brown off the bench with 18 points. He shot six of seven, including four of five from deep. And one that I don't know where he came from, but Blackshear drove the middle kicked it out it took one hop to the corner and all of a sudden here comes isaiah in the corner fading out of bounds i don't know how that went in but that was the last shot in our 12th made three that he hit so that was pretty impressive it was a nice it was a nice one the lows trailed for what did i read all of nine seconds last night all of nine seconds had 30 points in the paint had 22 off the bench you know, held UTRGV to 46% shooting. You know, you like to see the defense be a little bit tougher and not uh, give up as many points as they did. But, hey, anytime you score 87, you should pretty much win that game no matter what. Very tough matchup coming in Las Cruces tomorrow. They got a good shot. They got a very, very good shot at beating New Mexico State for the first time in Las Cruces. I'm sorry, I told him to keep it brief. He tends, to, he tends to go on these long tangents. That's about as brief as I could keep it. I had to get through everything. But men's basketball, what is it? Uh, four of the last, or four of the, yeah, four of the last five? Yeah, you're right. Four of the last five games that they've won? I'm really pulling for them to win this next one, especially with that. Um, 
I mean, one year ago when they were down there, how that turned out. Exactly. And after last year, you know we are looking for a little bit of revenge. Thanks, Johnny McCants from Half Court to win the game. We, I'm not going to get into that because I won't. I can't make it through with that again. I can't talk about that. My bad. Way to go, Elijah. Why'd you bring it up? Analyst alive. See, look at that. But yeah, I'm uh, 0-6 lifetime against New Mexico State as a student here, so it might be my fault. They haven't they haven't won since I got to school. Is that just for men's basketball? Men's basketball, yeah. Because women's basketball won last year at yep. home. They have a very good shot to win tomorrow at home, too. Again, we're on that call. Check it out 2 p.m. at GCTV. Where can we check out the men's basketball matchup in Las Cruces? I'm pretty sure it's a whack digital network. If not, it will be on ESPN+. Plus. Thank you for that, Kyle. Or you can tune into 1580 AM The Fanatic with Michael Potter and Paul Coro. Two of the best. Love those guys. Two of the best. Shout out to Potter and Coro. Last question for you, Elijah. We kind of touched believe? on it. I mean, do you believe? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. He's he spot in. We did our job. Good. Do you? So we talked a little bit about this before we went on, uh, started recording. We both work. We all work for GCU TV. You're the sports business club president. Talk to me a little bit about what is it? GCU Sports Media. Uh, Grand Canyon Sports Media. Grand Canyon Sports Media. What is this going to be all about? Yeah, so as a couple of our Sports Business Club members approached me with the idea there, I mean, aspiring broadcasters, aspiring people in analytics and journalism. So, um, I mean, they really look up to you guys especially, and they want to create a place where people get opportunities like that going forward. So, I mean, they're just starting out. They created an Instagram website and uh, hoping to continue to grow. We're going to support them as much as we can. They're looking for bloggers. They're looking for anchors, on-camera talent. Media. Media. What are they on Instagram at? GCU Sports Media? Grand Canyon Sports Media? Something like that. Something like that, yeah. Let's confirm this. Yes, here they are. Excellent logo, too. Go follow Grand Canyon SM. It's at Grand Canyon SM, which is Grand Canyon Sports Media on Instagram. And their website is GrandCanyonSportsMedia.com. No clue. i got to look it up, but I think so. Way to go. Oh, that was any final thoughts, analyst? Oh, he's wrong time yet. Yeah, any final thoughts, analyst Elijah? Getting even 40 minutes here. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, looking forward to seeing where you guys go in the future and myself as well. And I mean, even it'll be cool to have a podcast in the next like five, 10 years. See how. We- oh, yeah. I'll call you, dude. Don't worry. Don't make me sad. Don't make me cry. It's the last yeah, year, last, year. last semester. <laughs> So that'll wrap up episode 1-7, the big 1-7 here on the Believe Podcast Network. Remember, we are sponsored by MyBookie. It's still an exciting time of the year for sports, Kyle. Two days away. Super Bowl LIV in Miami. See what I did there? Yes, it was great. You have 30 seconds to wrap us up, so it's even 40. Well... If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay with my bookie. And for instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this weekend, Chiefs, 49ers, the Dog Bowl, what is it? The Puppy Bowl? Oh, the puppy Bowl. You have 10 seconds. Go. Uh, parlays are perfect because they bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Bet, win, get paid, my bookie. With that being said, alongside Kyle Borg and Elijah Fronda, I'm Jack O'Hara saying signed, sealed, delivered. And as always, go Lopes, Elijah. Go Lopes. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.